This is The Widow Podcast and I am Karen Sutton, The Widow Coach. I'll be supporting you through the loss of your life partner so you can find a more positive way through your grief. I want to give you hope after loss and to know that when you are ready, you can create a meaningful life for yourself with the help of me, Karen Sutton and The Widow Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Widow Podcast. I'm so glad you are here. I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about how we respond to the things other people say to us in our grief, how people show up for us in our grief. Now, this has been something that I have felt quite strongly about in my role as a grief coach, but also personally as a griever. And I was never entirely sure how to how to talk about it, how to express my point of view, because everyone else in the world, it felt like, was giving advice on what people shouldn't say and what people should say to a griever. Now, obviously, when I came into this, this world of, of coaching, I very much took my lead from how other people would show up, which I think is natural. It's something that we all do. However, as I've become more confident in my role as a, as a coach, as a widow coach, as a grief coach, and explored this conversation with clients in my groups, on my social media accounts, I've noticed that actually I'm not the only one that feels the way I feel about it. And I did a podcast in my first season of the Widow podcast with a lovely lady, Debbie, one of my clients who'd been with me for a while. And I asked her to come on and talk about her journey. And she said in that conversation that if anyone was ever brave enough to knock at her door to show up for her and her daughters after her husband had died, she would welcome them in with open arms because she recognised how difficult it was to show up for somebody grieving, how uncomfortable it makes us feel. And it does. And we know that because we may have noticed people distance themselves from us in our grief. You know, I've heard stories where people have crossed the roads and completely avoided somebody in their grief. And even for us, when we reflect back before our person died, we felt uncomfortable around grief. We didn't know what to say. We didn't know what to do. Now we have a a level of understanding we feel a little bit more comfortable with showing up for somebody in grief. However, there are still times for us that that isn't natural, that isn't comfortable for us. You know, even for me, you know, I have lost a significant person in my life. You know, my husband literally dropped down dead one Sunday morning and my life was forever changed. And not only that, I have since thrown myself into the world of grief and grieving. And I have been on courses, I have read the books, I have been to the workshops. You know, I really, I immerse myself in this world of grief. I think I have 
a very good level of understanding. However, I don't profess to be an expert. I'm a specialist. It's something I've learned a lot about, but I'm not an expert in everybody's grief. And I've had people around me that have had significant losses in their lives and I haven't known how to show up for them because the way they are grieving, how they are responding to their loss is not familiar to me. It's not something that I'm used to in that person. That That's not a, a way I'm used to them being. And also the grief that they're experiencing and, and how they're navigating that is very different to, to how I have navigated grief. And I have felt deeply uncomfortable with people that are very close to me. And I know for a fact that I have said things that haven't landed in the right way. I know I have irritated people with the things that I have said. Now, none of those things have been said to intentionally hurt anyone. Of course they haven't. But we all do grief so differently. Like, we all know this by now. If you've listened to any one of my podcasts, you will know that there is no right or wrong way to grieve. There is no one way of doing this. It is unique to us all and we will all do it in our own individual ways. And that is absolutely how it should be. So I, for one, don't feel that it is remotely helpful when we put things out there that say, do not say these things to a person grieving. Do not say this. Do not do that. Because we live in a grief illiterate society. People are already deeply uncomfortable, uneducated, are scared of showing up for a griever. And then when they see things plastered all over Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, books, freebies, videos, you name it, there's so much out there telling us what we should and shouldn't do, what we should and shouldn't say. And that just compounds our fear, our nervousness, our discomfort with it all. Because then it's like, oh God, I can't, I can't say that. I shouldn't say that. What can I say? I don't know what to say. Am I going to remember what to say? I'm going to get it wrong. And it puts this pressure on us. And actually, I think it's really unfair to expect other people to know what to say or do for us in our grief. Because let's face it, half the time we don't know what we want other people to say or do. And somebody will say something one day and it will feel really lovely and comforting and nice and supportive. And then somebody else can say it on a different day when you're feeling differently in your grief and it will irritate you. And you will feel insulted maybe by what they've said. You will feel triggered by something that they've said. You know, our grief, it ebbs and it flows. It's, it's, it's a huge roller coaster ride. We don't know where we are from one minute to the next. So how can we possibly expect other people to get it right all the time, to show up for us exactly when we need them, to say exactly the right thing we need them to say and do the exact thing that we need them to do? I, I don't think that's realistic. I don't think it's kind and it puts a pressure on them. And then we feel like they're letting us down when they're not. They're not letting us down. They don't know. We don't know. So I really think we have to let go of this expectation 
of telling people what they should and shouldn't say. And I'll tell you why. Yes, I 100% agree that there are really stupid, inappropriate things that people will say to you that will feel insulting. And there are times when you will want to punch somebody square in the face because of something they've said. I don't know anybody that has had a significant loss in their lives that hasn't experienced that because it depends on our mood. It depends on the person. It depends on the tone. depends what they've said. And there are absolutely things that will irritate us. However, there are also the things that other people will say that will be of comfort to one person. So if you've got somebody that's incredibly religious and believes in an afterlife, and when we move on from this life and we go to the next life, that we're in a better place, if they say that to somebody that also shares that belief, that will be of comfort to them. If they say that to somebody like me, who maybe doesn't necessarily believe that, I'm not going to find that incredibly comforting. So it's not that they're trying to be unkind. That's their belief system. That's what would bring them comfort. But it's not necessarily going to bring you comfort. I've also seen in posts that people cannot stand it when somebody says to them, I can't imagine what you're going through. I'm so sorry. And they hate it. They absolutely, it causes a furore. Like when somebody puts that on <laughs> social media, like everybody seems to pile in and jump on it. I, and I don't understand that because for me, I can't imagine that other person's loss. I still have both my parents. So if somebody has lost a parent, I can't imagine what that's like. Equally, if somebody says to me, I can't imagine what it's like to, to lose a husband, I would be thankful that they recognize that and they acknowledge it because you can't imagine it unless you've been through it. Also, people used to say to me, you're so strong, you're doing so well. I found that reassuring. I like to hear that because I felt like I was doing okay. Other people hate it. They hate being told that they're strong and that they're doing really well because the, the common response is, well, what choice do I have? And actually you do have a choice. You have a big choice. You have a lot of choices. That's a whole other conversation and, and it's a whole other episode that I've done. So you do have a choice, but people don't respond in that way. People don't like it when they're told he'd want you to be happy, don't be sad. People don't like to be told that children are resilient and they'll be okay. It's so hard for us to get these things right because what works for one person isn't going to work for another. So how can we tell people what to say and what to do? For me, this comes through learning, through walking this path together, through being honest and open with people that are choosing to show up for them for us, sorry, and allowing them into our lives. Yes, sometimes you're not going to want them to show up and you want to be on your own and you want to just retreat. That's okay. But it's being aware and conscious that you're not doing that for too long a period of time because then we, you know, we're, we're heading into to territory then that be can become incredibly unhealthy for us. So it's about inviting these people in. And if somebody says something to you that doesn't feel right, I truly believe that we are able to say, thank you so much. I know you are trying to show up and support me. However, what you've just said, 
that doesn't work for me, that that mindset, that thought, that belief system. And say what it is. Say what it is that you don't like. Because if somebody doesn't know, they're not going to learn. And if people don't know what to say, when people feel uncomfortable, they're going to be clumsy. Because we're scared. We're scared of saying the wrong thing. But we're not intentionally trying to be hurtful and add more suffering. Do you know, grief is huge. It's messy. It's chaotic. It's heavy. It's different for everyone. And as David Kessler and Elizabeth Kubler-Ross said, that messy emotions were never made to be put into neat packages. Sometimes we're not able to say the things in nice, neat, lovely ways that encompasses everything that somebody is going through in their grief. And we have to be aware of that. You know, our grief is going to evolve. What feels comforting to you at the beginning might not feel comforting, you know, as you move through it and you, you, you're a few years in. Equally, what triggered you at the beginning and what you found maybe distasteful or clumsy or, or hurtful as you move through your grief, you might actually think, do you know what? That, that feels good, actually, when you say that to me. It evolves. It changes. And that's how it should be. As it evolves, as it changes, it helps everyone to be honest about how we're feeling, what's going on for us, and what we find supportive in the things that people say and in the things that people do. But most of all, I want to just create an awareness, I suppose, within the grieving community that it is incredibly hard for people to show up for us. It honestly, it's scary to show up for somebody that has lost someone in their lives because we know that we're potentially going to say something or do something that isn't going to be received in the way that we are wanting it to be received. And that's hard because nobody wants to add to anyone's discomfort. Nobody wants to add to anyone's pain or hurt in these dark, horrible, painful moments. So if people are choosing to show up for you, if people are are choosing to come along, knowing that they are probably going to say or do something, isn't going to land right, that takes a lot of courage. And if we can embrace them, if we can welcome them in with open arms and just be honest about, you know, the fact that you know you're on edge, you know that you're triggered by things that you don't necessarily always understand, that you know they're probably feeling deeply uncomfortable and that can we please all just be honest with each other? Let's let's keep the, the communication open. And I don't mean with everyone. You're probably going to end up at a party at some point and your uncle Barry that you haven't seen for 10 years is going to be there and he's going to say something really stupid like, well, at least you haven't got to go home to a messy house because I have because my wife is still there and she's going to be moaning at me when I get home. People do say silly things, really silly things. In those moments, it's probably not worth having the big, honest conversation. It's thinking the things you want to think in your head and walking away from it and not taking that with you. The people that you love, the people that support you, that nurture you, that nourish you, they're the ones that you want to be having the conversations with. 
And if you don't, if that's too much, that's okay too. But then let's manage our expectations of what we're wanting other people to do for us in our journey. Because there's no guidebook. It's not the same for everyone. You know, like all these posts telling everyone what they should and shouldn't say, that's not everyone's truth. So unless we can share our truth, unless we can help people to help us, then I think we have to manage our expectations and think, okay, there are going to be moments where this isn't going to pan out as I'd like it to, but I accept that because we're all figuring this out. We're all finding our way through it in the best way that we can. So just, if anything, remember they're showing up because they love you. They're showing up because they care about you. And if somebody does say something hurtful, it's rarely intended to be hurtful. They just don't know. They just simply don't know. Grief is a minefield. It really is, you know, and we don't know where we are stepping from one minute to the next. And it's sad and it's lonely and it's painful. But if people are showing up for you, open your arms, let them in and guide them. If this has helped you, please do share this episode with somebody else you know that might be grieving, that might be being triggered by things other people are saying. And let's find a more positive way of dealing with the the lack of understanding, the lack of communication. I really don't believe that sharing these things, the way we are, the way we're talking about it at the moment is helpful. I feel quite strongly about it. So let's open up the conversation. Let's be more honest. Let's help others to help us. Sending you lots of love as always. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to The Widow Podcast with me, Karen Sutton. If you would like to be part of a supportive community of people who understand your grief, come and join my free Facebook group, Widowed and Rising. And make sure you tune in to the next episode of The Widow Podcast.